can't quite get it in the right place. All right. <clears throat> Just a quick reminder to turn off your cell phones if you haven't already. Good. So welcome everyone. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at the Mindful Awareness Research Center at UCLA in the medical school over in the Semmel Institute. So we've been meeting for many years now to practice mindfulness together. It's really a wonderful break in the midst of our busy days to have this time to come together and practice. And there's something very supportive about doing it in a room filled with people and uh, it just it's easier sometimes than to do it on our own. So I'm glad you could all be here today. Welcome to the new people. We're practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. So it's really teaching us to be in the present moment. It's doing a practice that trains our mind to be present instead of being all over the place, which is what our mind normally is, all over the place, lost in the past, lost in the future. Um, instead, we are coming here into the present moment. One of my students recently said, that sometimes I talk about our thoughts are like trains, we get on the trains, and she said she has one train that goes to rehashing and the other train that goes to rehearsing, and that's where they go back and forth. So sounds familiar, right? When we've been um, talking the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about different obstacles that seem to get in the way of our meditation. So we're trying to meditate, trying to be in the present moment, and we find that instead of being able to be in the present moment, we're somewhere else entirely. So we may find that we're falling asleep. We may find that we're really restless, thinking about all sorts of things. We may find um, that we're lost in fantasies and desires, and that was where we kind of left off a few weeks ago. And I want to follow up more, talking about working with desire, thoughts that take us out of the present moment into the future, into an imagined future that seems really wonderful at the moment but often doesn't pan out. Um, but what it does is it kind of takes us out of our meditation. We're meditating, we start thinking about lunch that we're having when we leave here, and all we can think about is lunch, and I wonder if they're going to serve that, and should I get a salad, or should I, you know, and our mind just goes down, gets on that train, gets lost. And so with mindfulness, we recognize we're lost in whatever it is we're lost in, and we come back to the present moment. Now, desire is very interesting because um, it feels really good, right? If we think about something, we can spend an entire meditation thinking about something pleasant, and it could be quite nice, and then the bell rings, and you think, or I say it's time to stop, and you think, what a great meditation. I just thought about sushi the whole time, you know? And so... The problem is it's taking us out of the present moment. One of the big strategies for working with a mind that starts thinking about other things that are more pleasant than what you're doing is um, 
to reconnect with your motivation, to reconnect with why you're here. And I'm guessing most of you are here because you're trying to reduce stress. It helps you connect with yourself. It helps you feel better. Maybe you're, it's helping you suffer less in your life. And so if you can reconnect with your motivation when you're lost in all these thoughts and fantasies and desires, it can be really helpful for coming back. Oh, right. I'm just supposed to practice being with one breath after the next. We also talked about ways that you can actually be mindful of the obstacle when it's happening. So the obstacle isn't a problem, it just is your meditation practice. So with desire, there's actually a feeling of desire that kind of comes into our bodies when we're thinking about something good that's external to here. So it's, um, it's, like a, it's like a clenching in our stomach, a sense in our heart or chest, a longing feeling. And it actually can be quite painful. It might, not, it might initially feel pleasant, but it can be painful. So we can turn our attention to the sense of desire and notice what it's like in our body and mind. Now, mindfulness has been incorporated into several treatments for working with addiction. And one of the, the most well-known is called mindfulness-based relapse prevention. And they developed a concept that's called urge surfing. And urge surfing is when is you have a sense of an, a desire for something arises, it comes, it gets really strong, but then it crests and then it kind of begins to fade away ultimately. What we can do with mindfulness is actually surf our own desires, whether it's an addiction or just a general desire. We can be aware of the desire as it rises, as it gets stronger, stronger, begins to crest, and then slowly begins to dissipate. And what we begin to see is that you don't have to act on a desire and get it fulfilled in order to make the desire go away. That we can be present with our desire not running after it, not chasing after it, but just being present to it and noticing it that it passes. And this is very powerful because rather than the desire being in control of us, we have more control in a healthy way. And this is relevant in our lives because we have so much that we're wanting all the time. And, you know, much of it is healthy, but some of it is unhealthy. And have you ever had the experience of, you know, you go into a bakery, there's this great chocolate chip cookie, you reach your hand in your pocket, you hand the money, you grab the food, you eat it, it's gone. And you have no idea that it even happened, sort of. You're just looking, oh, at the crumbs on your hand. Does that sound familiar? It's because we're tuned out of our desires. We're just acting on our desires, almost like robots. So with mindfulness, we can be aware of the desire arising. We can notice it, feel it, go follow, follow it, follow it with our attention. And then we have a choice. So instead of being at the mercy of our desire, we have a choice. We can still eat the cookie, that's fine. But we can also make a decision not to. And when we're unconscious, we can't make that decision. So that's really the promise of meditating and working with desire as it arises in our body and mind. So let's begin our meditation practice. So find a comfortable position. Our hands are resting where they're comfortable, feet on the floor, back upright but not too tight. 
Many of us do this practice with our eyes closed, but you can also do it with your eyes open. It's up to you. For some people, eyes closed feels much less distracting. For others, it makes them too sleepy or it makes them uncomfortable. Eye-open meditation is fine, but your eyes mostly looking downwards. And let's begin with a few deep breaths. With each deep breath, inviting ourselves more fully into this present moment. With each deep breath, bringing in fresh oxygen, waking our bodies up. With each deep breath, calming our bodies and minds. There's a little meditation poem. Breathing in, I calm the breath. Breathing out, I smile. Living in the present moment. It's a wonderful moment. That's uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, the, Z- the Zen master teacher. So let's begin by setting our intention coming in touch with the intention of why we're here. So you might check check out for yourself what brought you here. If you're new, what you're hoping to get out of this. If you're a regular, why do you keep coming? What's your motivation and your intention for being here? So this is something that you can refer to, hold on to, remember over time, especially if you get caught in fantasizing, planning, any of that. You can reconnect with your motivation. It's a very helpful tool when you're lost in the obstacle of wanting, desiring. So let's notice our body present on the chair, feeling our feet on the floor, our legs against the chair. We can notice our back against the chair as well. Noticing any areas of pressure and touch, hardness, softness, temperature, warmth, coolness, vibration, pulsing, tingling, any sensation that's happening in this present moment. Just notice it. Notice your hands and let your hands be soft. You can notice your stomach area. Let the stomach be soft. You can breathe more deeply into the stomach area to soften and release. And notice your shoulders, letting them be soft. Softening your throat, chest area. Letting your jaw be soft. 
Notice your face and facial muscles relax. And begin to notice your breathing, feeling your breath in your body, rising, falling, expanding and contracting of your abdomen or chest area. If you're new, you might need to spend a little time figuring out, where do I feel my breath? For many of us, it's our abdomen or chest, rising, falling. For some of us, it's the air as it moves through our nostrils. So find the place where your breath is the clearest, the most obvious to you, and be present, feeling the breath, one breath at a time. We can create a lot of stories about our breath, thinking about it, am I doing this right? Those are just stories. See if you can stay with the direct experience of what our breath feels like in our bodies. Keep the breath natural. No need to lengthen or shorten it. Just let it be whatever it is. We attend to our breathing, one breath at a time. And then oftentimes our mind wanders off, begins to think about all sorts of things. And this is quite natural when it happens. If you notice that your mind has wandered, that's actually a moment of mindfulness. Whereas you've been sort of spaced out before, Suddenly you're present, you're spaced in, I guess. And you notice it, you can say the word thinking in your mind. And then gently redirect attention to your breathing. So if you're new, it might feel like you're with your breath. One or two breaths, then you're lost in thought. You notice it. Then you come back to your breath for a few more breaths. And then you're lost in thought for however long. You notice it, you come back like this. This is the basic practice. For those of you with more experience, you know that there's other things you can attend to. Sounds, body sensations, thoughts and emotions. When they become predominant, we can turn our attention to them. Feel them, sense them. When they stop holding our attention, we come back to our breathing, which is our home base in meditation. So that's the basic instruction. Since we're focusing on desire, wanting, fantasizing, just keep an extra kind of attention for when our mind goes there. When do you find yourself suddenly lost in a fantasy of the future or replaying some really pleasant 
experience from the past. Then you can label it and say, oh, wanting or desiring. And you might even notice what it feels like in your body. And if your awareness is strong enough, you can surf that urge. You can notice the desire coming up inside you, rising, getting stronger, and then ultimately relaxing. So play with this meditation with an emphasis on how desire works. You can always return to your motivation for practicing. If you're new, just try to stay with your breath the best you can. We'll be in silence now for about 10 minutes.
as we come to the end of the meditation, we might have seen how much our mind goes off into the future. Maybe thinking about the meditation ending, having some desire around that. Or thinking itself can be quite pleasant. We just want to spend our time doing that. And so if our mind was alert and we were tuned into it, we may have seen these tendencies to, in a sense, lean forward out of the present into some imagined future or remembered past that we think is going to make us happy. But when we settle back into this present moment, there's a happiness or maybe a contentment that's right there that doesn't depend on getting anything. It's just right there for us. So let's just take this last moment to feel ourselves present right here. Maybe offer yourself a little appreciation or kindness or just some compassion for the part of us that wants to get out of this present moment. Peace is possible right here. And if you can connect with that for the last few seconds, taking a few more breaths, agendaless, present, here and now. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you for your practice today. If you want to bring something home with you, I would say explore the nature of how desire works in your mind. You can really play with the urge surfing, noticing, wanting, 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 but if you don't fulfill it, what happens? Can you notice that it's present with your mindfulness and that it begins to dissipate over time? And then there's freedom, right? We're not ruled by it. Our center, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, offers classes and events and programs. There's a lot of new classes coming up starting in May. We have a flyer on the right when you exit telling you about all of the upcoming programs. And let's see, I'll be in the hallway after this if you have any questions. These are all podcasts, so if you want to catch up on old ones or meditate again or listen again, whatever you want to do, it's all on our website, the Mindful Awareness Research Center. It's on the poster. Okay, have a great day. Thank you.